0: he's off the the road, turn seven, he's in the tyre wall, there's major damage to the right front and James, he went off at a seriously fast rate of speed, Will Brown steps it up in Tassie, he's going to win the last race at Simmons Plains, and we've got a race, so Brock Feeney gets the
1: job done, on the day of Van Gisburgen is in the wall, the, young is the job done. Get your engines ready and welcome to SEN Supercars coverage of the Bathurst 1000 with Jimmy Smith, Aaron Noonan and Paul Dumbrell for tyre power, Great Race Sale and Brass Monkey's Portable Fridge Sale. Hello and welcome to the very first SEN coverage of the Supercars coming to you live from Bathurst. For the 1,000, thanks to Tyre Power, your tyre experts. We're doing it for J-Car, up to 50% off Brass, Monkey and J-Car. My name's Jimmy Smith. Alongside me, Aaron Noonan, the voice of motorsport across the SEN network, the best in the business. And alongside him, former champion here at Mount Panorama, Paul Dumbrell. Lots to get through this afternoon with the top 10 shootout, but boys... Welcome to the very first coverage of Bathurst from SEN.
0: What a one to do it for, the 60th anniversary. Great race, Jimmy, here at Bathurst. Great to have you here. This is exciting times because this is Shootout Saturday. This is when pole position's on the line, there's cash on the line, (laughs) and there's the mountain ready for each of these drivers in just over an hour's time, and they get this mountain to themselves, which is ultimately, as Paul knows, he's did it four times, very, very satisfying. Yeah, thank you.
2: It's an amazing, amazing week up here at Bathurst and uh, the top 10 shootout, you've got every other driver looking upon the top 10 drivers. You've got the main drivers who missed out on the shootout, they're still reminiscing what happened, what went wrong. Um, but you know, whilst it's a uh, such a pre- prestigious uh, event, tomorrow's the main game. So uh, last year we missed the shootout with the weather um, as well, so a lot of people want to redeem themselves this year.
1: Paul, you've got to tell us, you were a winner here with Jamie Wincup in 2012. Kate, I believe the car is here and you're going to be driving it tomorrow, so we'll be excited about getting an update on that. But tell us how you felt when you walked onto the, the circuit here at Mount Panorama. Did it hit you? When did it hit you? You've been away from racing for such a long time.
2: Yeah, I've only been to a racetrack two or three times in the last five years wow. since my last race. And uh, I was saying to uh, to everyone in the, in the box earlier walking up over the pedestrian bridge uh, for the first time, and, yeah, the butterflies in the stomach uh, certainly was there. So not something that I was uh, expecting, um, but, yeah, this race is such a special, special place.
1: Does it change for you? Because I think as a, as a driver, you're probably away from that and there's a concentration on what you've got to do from a, a driving perspective, but as a fan, coming here as a fan and acknowledging, uh, you know, the great attractions, the great history, uh, the the lifestyle choices that... People make when they come here. That must be a part that you're soaking up this time around.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Can you mention yourself without the pressure? So pressure yes, of calling yes. a race, but very different pressure uh, than you know sitting here, you know, watching, uh, watching, you know, that your teammates, uh, you know, go out in the top ten shootout. So no, it's an exciting, exciting week for me. Uh, first time uh, up here as a spectator. So really looking forward to uh, the next couple of days.
1: We're here live from Bathurst. We're doing it all thanks to Barbecues Galore. Huge savings with Barbecues Galore. You can visit in store on online now we're going we're going everywhere uh, SCN 1170 AM in Sydney SEN Q693 AM in Brisbane SCN 1116 in Melbourne SCN 1629 in Tassie SCN Adelaide SCNWA. WA SCN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast and of course SCNZ. if you want to download the app you can do that listen anywhere anytime if you want to be a part of the program best to do it via the text line 0457 736736 736. Aaron top 10 shootout any surprises for you in these drivers we're going to see in action this afternoon? Oh, I
0: think there's a couple of small surprises, not, but there's one big surprise, and it's James Golding, who has been yeah. really impressive this weekend. He drives for the Premier team, the Nulon Camaro team. They started the year really well in Newcastle. When we started our season of SEN Supercars, gone a little bit quiet but have bounced back. He will be the second-last driver against the clock. He was second in qualifying yesterday. Um the other great performance, Paul, was Matt Payne, the young Kiwi who drives for uh, the Grove team, the Penright team. He's driving with the Frenchman, Kevin Estre, the only Frenchman in the field this weekend. Uh, he qualified top 10 at Sandown as well. We're seeing a bit of a changing of the guard in supercars with these young drivers, not just coming in, but going fast. Yeah, no, it's quite quite special and probably a big miss. You know, Will Brown,
2: uh, that, that mistake uh, yesterday on the first lap of qualifying, putting the car into the wall. So... You know, the two Erebus cars, you know, probably go down uh, as, as favourites before that time. Now they've got one car really on the back foot. But strategy tomorrow is going to be a big thing. We'll no doubt talk about double stacking. Um, it's a really big challenge. Erebus and Triple Eight... You know, probably most likely going to have uh, both cars up the front. So I guess Erebus now are at the other ends of the pit lane, or other ends of the grid, so you know, that might help them a little bit on strategy uh, tomorrow, um, but we'll see how that plays out.
1: Yeah, We're almost in the blind a little bit on this, aren't we? I know it's the 60th running, but the first time with the Gen 3 cars. Aaron, give us the understanding of what impact that's going to have. Oh, it's
0: all new. That's the thing. Yeah. There's not much that carries over from the cars that raced here last year to the cars that will line up on the grid this year. The Gen 3 rule set was about changing the game, and one of the things is less aerodynamics. So think of the cars like your slot cars when you are a kid. They used to be stuck to the track, the better the magnets were. But now the aerodynamics being cut, there's not as much air pushing them down onto the ground. So they're a bit hairy, particularly across the top of the mountain compared to the, the cars the Paul race. They had a lot more aerodynamic downforce pushing them onto the road. So they had more stability, more control, less sliding. That's very different with these cars. That's going to come into play tomorrow. And it probably does for the shootout today too. How hard do you push? How much do you risk maybe increasing a a row on the grid, a position on the grid with the danger that if you crash, you might not be able to fix it for 11.15 tomorrow morning?
2: You can't win the race in the top 10 shootout, but you can certainly lose the race. And we've had some really famous famous people not be able to start the race, you know, uh, crash late in practice as well. I think the aerodynamics, uh, Aaron, uh, you know, the big one will be the chase. Um, You know, a lot of the drivers have been talking about, uh, you know, the kink at the chase. In prior years, that was flat. New tyres, old tyres, heavy fuel, low fuel. There's been some moments there in practice so far this week. Uh, It's not as simple as what it was in prior years as well. So that could catch people out late in stints when tyres aren't as good, fuel is low, and you're behind another car.
0: I think another of the things that will probably surprise some people, a lot was made, Jimmy, earlier in the week about the parity between the Camaros and and the Mustangs. It's a very motorsport word, (laughs) but it's about keeping the two types of cars as same as similar as possible to give the drivers and teams to be the ones to make the difference. So with the 10 cars today that will run against the clock, there are six Mustangs and four Camaros, but it's the Camaros that have set the speed. Brody Kostecki, the championship leader, set margin yesterday. He was really fast, and that car's been fast for two and a half days. But the Mustangs are in there. They, they seem to be able to turn speed over one lap. Whether they can do that over... Multiple lap stints tomorrow. That's a whole other kettle of fish. But if we focus on today, there is a real chance of a Ford on pole. But it's really that Brody Kosteki Camaro that's the car to beat.
1: What's your thoughts on that, Paul, as a former driver, knowing, knowing what, what these guys are going through? And, and you know, the, the Mustangs have been the ones that have been upset most about the, the lack of parity. What's your take on it?
2: Yeah, it it's, takes it away from the sport. I, I guess, you know, in any new regulation change, this is always a risk. We've had yep. three regulation changes over the last 10 or 15 years. Unfortunately, this time, it's dragged on longer yep. than probably any other time. So, at the fans, the listeners, you know, you're probably not wanting to hear about parity. Are the cars equal as well? The Ford teams saying they're disadvantaged. The, the the Chev teams are saying there's nothing to see, nothing to nothing to look here, look at here as well. So... I think hopefully we can get through this weekend, um, you know, and you look at the two Chev teams, you know, Airbus and Triple uh, Eight. Airbus are just doing a better job than Triple Eight at the moment. You know, they're not out there talking about, you know, does Airbus have an advantage? They've got their head down trying to, uh, trying to compete on track. So
0: Ford were very keen to bring some aerodynamic changes. They made the parts and brought them to Bathurst, hoping that there would be consensus to allow them to fit them to the cars. That was not given. Wow. There, there is a That's process. A surprise. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Competitive sport. No one giving a free kick any which way. But the other reality is that there is, and this is what the argument is from the other side, the Camaro teams and particularly Triple Eight, who are the team that homologated, that built that Camaro and, and made it all happen, is that there's a system. And there's a parity system in terms of a trigger. They look at the lap times over previous races. We won't bore you with the maths. But basically, that could be triggered for them to have a review. But that hasn't been triggered. So the Chevy teams are saying, hey, look, if there's a problem and the cars aren't quite right, we've got to follow the system. When the trigger's triggered, then we can act upon it. But right right now... It's not been triggered, so we shouldn't change anything. And that's the case. We're going racing tomorrow with the cars as they were when they arrived in the trucks on Wednesday.
1: We're having a garage sale then, Sunday night after (laughs) six o'clock, all these spare parts. There's Uh, some spares
0: floating around. We might do some deals. We might do some deals.
1: Tony Delberto will be our special guest a little bit later on, uh, of course, uh, driving with the Dick Johnson team. Uh, You know uh, Tony, uh, TD. uh, We've got PD and TD. Um, What do we anticipate from Tony? We're looking forward to having a chat with him.
0: He, he's been rock solid for many years here. He's coming into, um, I think he's up to his 19th Bathurst 1000. He's been wow. doing this a long time now. And he's been with that team through its time with uh, Team Penske and back to being Dick Johnson Racing. He's a reliable pair of co-driver hands because they keep bringing him back and he
1: keeps doing a good job. Yeah. Just on that, what about the co-driver situation? We've had it sand down the 500 and Jamie Wincup, your old teammate comes in and just goes bang, uh, gets it done in the endurance race. So Mike, my... my uh, comments around that with Aaron were that it's it's amazing that they're they're able to stay race fit, and I don't know how much racing Jamie has done, but get, talk to us, Paul, about the challenge of being uh, up to speed, quite literally, when you come in as a, a co-driver.
2: Yeah, when I my last full-time year was in 2011, came out and did the uh, the two endurance races, Sandown and Bathurst, in in 2012, and was sharp. Yep you know, racing 13, 14 races of the year for for 15 plus years, you're sharp. 2013, um, cracks started to appear. Right. Um, I made many, many mistakes uh, throughout the race and just wasn't match fit. You know, I'd done four races in 24 months. Yep. Um, and Roland Dane sat me down after the race and said, you know, you've really got to have a program outside of that. So I embarked uh, on, a, on a multi-year program with the Eggleston Motorsport team in Super 2. Yep. Uh, and we sort of did five or six races, you know, outside of Bathurst. And that was enough to keep me fit. I was driving roughly the current cars on the supercar tyre. And then came back and we had a bit of success over the future years. Now, Jamie, um, you know, he's obviously a couple of years out of retirement now, still doing an amazing, amazing job. Um, Obviously, a couple of this year, you know, over prior years, there was only the one Enduro that they did as well, which was was even harder for the younger guys. And I think that's where the problem, the challenge is. It's more the inexperience. You know, Jamie and Garth, these guys have got 20, 25-plus years of experience racing week in, week out. It's the younger, younger guys uh, who are trying to uh, make a name for themselves who aren't getting as many laps. I know uh, in uh, a Bathurst, uh, the last five or six years before I retired, I think going into the race, I did it 12 laps of practice. Wow. You know, you have a couple of co-driver sessions, you have an issue, you know, whatnot, there might be a red flag. Then in the main driver sessions you want to give all the time uh to you know, jamie at that time because he could get, make the car faster make it a, an easier day for me on me on sunday i started the race that year after having done 12 laps, and it only dawned on me when I was on the grid, I'm like, better not stuff this up. So, <laughs> No pressure, no pressure. Hey,
1: we've just had the NRL mm-hmm. and AFL Grand Finals. they absolutely spectacular. And and the week after, everyone turns their attention to Bathurst and the 1,000. We Give can talk
2: a... about Collingwood if you want. I'm man. Sorry, dude. So i I walked
1: into let's that.
2: Let's keep it to NRL and <laughs> just avoid. Let's we got, avoid. we got two hours today, and six hours, <laughs> eight hours
0: tomorrow. Perfect. Listen, if I'm, you hear good old Collingwood forever. Yes. We'll, we've got it's to get the car racing going. It's because, the ringtone. <laughs> I reckon oh, it's the mate. ringtone. Were you there? Were you there? <laughs> I was. I was oh, lucky wow. enough
2: uh, for my wife, Rosie, and our two older kids, Lenny and Raf, seven and five. So oh, wow. we were there. Uh, my, my father took me to the 1990 grand final when I was eight. So yes. a very early memory. So I okay. uh, got the kids along this year. Um, I think the Brisbane supporters behind me at the game, we are wondering what my kids were doing, watching Paw Patrol in the third quarter. <laughs> but they, they were in it at the end of the game. But no, uh, what an amazing two games. Uh, at The pinnacle. Oh, uh, no, the Tommy. Perfect. No. Oh, good no. man. Good no. man. We can end it there. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> I'm 2am to Tommy back in the
1: studio in Sydney making his presence felt on that one. I wanted to ask you about, you know, that's literally their grand final. This is not quite because we've got the championship and so forth. But from the point of view of the drivers, what's it mean to win a Peter Brock trophy?
2: It's a really good, really good discussion because if you ask most of the drivers in pit lane, Bathurst is the grand final. Yes. Um, you know, Jamie, multiple championship you know winner, he will say winning the you know winning the championship over thirteen or fourteen races is harder. Absolutely. You come to Bathurst, you can have the worst year. Yeah. Uh, you have a good showing at Bathurst, you get your hands on the Peter Brock Trophy, uh, and it absolutely sets you up, um, you know, for your future career. You know, if you ask someone down the street who won Bathurst. Yeah. And who won
0: the championship? Yeah. I'll probably put money
2: on uh, people being able to remember who won, uh, who won Bathurst well, that year. Well,
0: I could speak to you today. We were wandering around the pits earlier in the day and there are fans here with all the 60-year merchandise, yes. memorabilia, yes. T-shirts and flags. They're the winners of Bathurst. I mean, Paul had the texture out straight away. They were grabbing him for an autograph. But you don't see, oh, I've got the list of all the champions here. Yeah, it's yeah. Bathurst that grabs the heartstrings, it grabs the minds. It's the one that the people on the street and the people listening to this who might not be hardcore motorsport, might not be watching every supercars race, but they know what it is, they know what it means. This is the race that defines you as a race driver in this part of the world.
1: Uh, it is so exciting. If you want to be a part of the program, you can. Get us on the SEN 1116 number. That is 0433 98 So for those people outside of Victoria, that number for texting today, 0433 98 1116. Just before we go to a break, we've got uh, afternoon noons, Paul and Jimmy, who are your tips for the Zavo? I'd love to see Feeney take it, but Brody. Is going to be hard to beat, says six six one. I think six six one is one 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 correct <laughs> right. because
0: Brody Kostecki's car. I mean, I just had to look at the sheet before. Uh, it's been the fastest car in practice four, in practice two, and qualifying yesterday as well. So uh, it's Brody's pole there if he can get the job done.
2: Yeah, I actually think it's how close someone's going to be with him. I think he's got a two or three tenth margin wow. to be honest. Uh, it is hard on one lap, but these Erebus cars have actually been really really quick on the first lap. Some of the other top 10 cars, you know, they've been doing on the lap, which is you know, getting the tyre temperature up, which they don't have the privilege uh, doing. There's no tyre warmers in supercars as well. But there's going to be a lot riding on temperature in the tyres on the warm-up lap
0: as well. And there's three drivers, doing the shootout today. I've never done the shootout at right. Bathurst. They've done shootouts around the yep. place and different tracks, but this is like a whole other game plan. So uh, that's the experience of the guys like Kaz Mostert and Will Davison and Shane Van Gisberger just yes. snuck in yesterday on the last lap to be seventh fastest to book himself a spot. Amazingly, for all of his success and all the wins he's had, all the pole positions, he's only ever had one here, and it was nine years ago, and he's not stayed on the front row here ever since. So you can be the best driver in the championship, win all those races but not quite
1: get it done here. So big opportunity today for some drivers to make name for themselves. Keep the text coming in. 0433 981116. Put that one into your phone. SCN Supercars coverage. We're doing it live from the Bathurst 1000. Thanks to tyre power, always pole position. And J-Car on now. The Brass Monkeys up to 50% off sale available at J-Car. All right, we'll break and then we're back with more. Coming to you live from Mount Panorama.